Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 290 and it is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. We are 10 episodes away from the legendary episode 300 coming in September. Uh, yes. Um, I can't believe we're we're almost there. The Yes, but you forgot one key point. What's up? That episode 300 will be live. Yes. Live mm-hmm. and in person mm-hmm. at the Cornerstone Complex. That's right. It's going to be at the Cornerstone Complex this September. Uh, a date, uh, an exact date is still forthcoming, but hopefully uh, but maybe next episode we'll have one locked down. So we can prepare, and so y'all can prepare for, especially for our local listeners as well in the in the Rhode Island uh, area. Um, yeah, man, two hundred and ninety episodes. Uh, it's it's a milestone in and of itself, and man, I can't believe I can't believe that we're that it's that, that it's on the horizon, man. Uh, yeah, like um, it's it's actually so surreal. Um, like there were so many people who doubted us. We didn't think that we was gonna do it, mm. and we did it with something. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, what's happening? <laughs> All right. You know, I kind of look forward to what TJ goes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wondering what the hell he's gonna roast you about this week. <laughs> oh, let's let's bring it. I welcome the smoke. So we got TJ in the chat. We got Jim Drescher in the chat. Welcome, gentlemen. And uh, as and as we're getting uh, started, uh, we do want to give a quick shout out to two of our lovely sponsors of the podcast. First is Silk City Hot Sauce. Mm. Yes, mm. Uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Um, they're a Vermont-based business. They have all sorts of unique and tantalizing hot sauce flavors, ranging from Erotic Fever to Badass Jew, Ram Skull, uh, Bob Levy's Ass Licking Blue Cheese Hot Sauce. You just love the the <laughs> name of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually it's actually quite quite amusing. Um, and there's also a maple syrup flavored hot sauce, which goes well on any pancakes, breakfast sandwich, or partner of your choosing. Use oh the promo God. code <laughs> Codex. That's C O D E X, and you'll get fifteen percent off of your order. Yes, Silk City Hot Sauce. It's hot and creamy. Not all of them, but Jesus, man. <laughs> and also, we do want to give a shout out to our dear friend of the show and sponsor of the show, Infamous Customs. That's M F A M U Customs.com. Uh, this is where you can order all sorts of uh, cool Codex Prime apparel uh, from the from Victor Vader t shirts to DJ Mr. Bird, our Codex Prime logo as well. Uh, do the film thing as well. Um, and also, if you have any cool um, cool designs that, sh- that you want on a T-shirt, uh, you can also send it to Afton upon request, and you can get a really cool deal. So go to infamouscustoms.com and let her customize you. Shout-outs to our dear friend of the show, Afton Ward. And, yeah, um, as Carl is sharing the uh, episode all over Facebook, uh yeah, we do want to. We'll get into some of the things that we've been up to. I know this past weekend has been quite busy uh, for the both of us. Um, some still going. Yep, some are still going. Uh, but I do want to give a big thanks, big big thanks to the organizers of the Rhode Island Culture Fest 2022, and I have the flyer right here for our viewers here. 
And it took place uh, from July 1st to the 3rd at the Rhode Island Cornerstone Complex in downtown Pawtucket. Um, lots of great uh, vendors there, especially a lot of great uh, local black-owned businesses. I especially loved the food vendors as well. Uh, Caribbean Soul and Raphael's. I had both. Me too. Yes. Um, pants all the way off. <laughs> that's, that's basically our new rating system. <laughs> Our rating system gets the highest uh, highest uh, ranking pants all the way off for both foods, uh, both restaurants. Uh, delectable. If you're a fan of Caribbean food, those oxtails, those the chicken, curry chicken that slides off the bone and the coconut rice. Mm. Yes. And if you had some Silk City hot sauce. There was another. There, there was another vendor there. We might. We're just going to get into our, our Culture Fest experiences. Yeah. So, uh, shout outs to Kamiko. Um, what, what was her name? I gotta look at my cash out. I spent so much money on cash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, damn. Oh, Kamiko Lido. Mm-hmm. She made some fish, some fried fish. Ooh. I tried it with like four different flavors. Mm hmm. Like I tried it with the Ramsco, mm-hmm. the um, which one? There was the Ramsco, the the peach honey, the okay, slip, that, uh, yeah, the Jezebel, okay, yeah, and the um, what was the other one I did? Oh, the uh, blue cheese, the Bob Levy's. Okay, yeah, all of them were banging. Oh yeah, all of them. Of course, yeah. They have to I'm not even that. saying that just because it's our sponsors. Like, God damn it, that shit was delicious. Mm. I mean, fried fish with a really good hot sauce, four of them, no less. That's what's up right there, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. I want wings. Like, yeah. tonight. No, I still got I still got food left over. Mm. Okay. Oh, from the vendors? You damn right. Damn, you, you go mad plates. You damn straight. <laughs> yeah, y- yes. I was that guy, except that I actually paid for him. But mm-hmm. I was that guy. Wow. Just to, just taking all all the plates at the cookout? If I could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to pay for food. <laughs> hey, why not? Hey, 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 if they're not complaining. <laughs> it's good business. It was. It was so good. Mm. Yeah. And also what was cool uh, was that... Um, yeah, it was it was really it was popping on Saturday. You know, we had a lot plenty of good vendors there. Also, big shout out to uh, the interviews we got for. Our- oh my God, those were a lot of fun. And um, Kobe to start off the weekend on Friday. Yep. And then Saturday, of course, we had Batman. Listen, I gotta say this about Batlat. No, every time he comes onto the show, mm-hmm. I get some type of learning experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whether it be about comedy, whether it be about hip hop, life, just I get some type of learning experience. And the thing is, we we're so casual with it mm-hmm. that we could talk for like three to four hours four hours. Oh, we could and it shows in our archives. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He was the longest interview we had. It was almost an hour. It was. Yeah. Didn't feel like it though. <laughs> I I was just chilling. I was just chilling. I'm like, man, we could keep going, but I got to get back on the turntables. <laughs> so I was on, the, you know, I was uh, one of the main DJs uh, for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And despite technical errors, yeah, we made it work. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you, you came through. You made the most of it. Uh, we got Shirley Hood in the chat. Hey, Auntie Shirley. Yes, welcome. She was there. She was there as well. Um, lots of oh man, they started off with all the open interviews, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and back also back to the interview. Black Sav. Yep. Dude, yo, Black Sav is like, yeah. How can I like you? And here's the thing: how he is on stage and on camera. That's exactly how he is. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cl- clearly, yeah. So that energy is there. Yep. Yep. I was like, don't heckle because he'll roast you. Yeah, I gotta say, like about Black Sav too is like he's he's a comedian that wants to smoke with the hecklers. He does because. Because a lot of comedians usually like they'll if they have a heckler like they don't welcome that but they'll ha- they'll handle it if they have to, but if you're an audience member, and you come across a comedian like Black Sav who wants the smoke with a heckler, you don't want those problems. Just 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 sit down at your table, enjoy your drink, enjoy the show, because you're not you're gonna, you're not gonna win that battle. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, you will not win that battle ten times out of ten. Yeah, 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 absolutely right. Um, so, I mean, big shout out to him. And then also, Rhode Island State Representative, you're a state representative, as a matter of fact. Yes. Uh, David Morales. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And the, what's crazy part is like, all of these were just, come on, let's go. Yeah. It was just like, hey, you're here. We got the equipment. You want to chat with us? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And you know what? Um, as from one fellow pineapple pizza aficionado to another david morales you know i salute you you know you he knows the truth we we know the truth you're an awful human being that's great you know it's all right listen listen if you you get a nice uh pineapple pizza right with some silk city hot sauce listen listen use the peach honey Mm, the peach ooh, ooh. Peach honey on pineapple pizza with with some with some sausage or pepperoni or ham or all three with the pineapple. Yeah, you're, you're disgusting. Listen, man, that's 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 like a. That's Put your like, phone down. That's like a. Put your phone down. That's like a culinary erotic experience. Yeah. You clean it. Okay, at least you cleaned it up a bit. <laughs> Goes down easy. Don't come up rough. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you are awful. I mean, I just gotta let the people know about the about the gloriousness of pineapple pizza. Yeah, and big shout outs to our to to our entire team. Afton and Alyssa, who just came through and just helped us out, selling T-shirts, giving out comics, and, mm. yo, when some of those kids got those comics, like, their day was made. Oh, yeah. Like, their faces just lit up. When it's like, it's free, and I can get more than one? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, go have a ball. Mm-hmm. Still got some left over, so I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to have some ideas of what to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like we had like we had like three boxes of those free comics, right? Yes. Little down to one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I know a local librarian, probably from the Pawtucket Library, ended up taking like a a ton. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, comics are for everyone. They are. They really, they really are. But um, um, some other uh, vendors I do wanna. 
want to shout out to Tionbe for the water guns that I purchased for um, my twin cousins David and Brianna. He was so ha- he was so happy to like to see us in action. Mm-hmm. Like nice. he just like that's my little that that's my little man. So he's like he was just in his he was just in his glory, just like yo, this is what you do. This is how you're on YouTube and stuff. Mm. Like yeah, this is what we do. This is what we do. Jose Maldonado from. Um, Project 401, the B-Boys. You you didn't see this, but... um. So, watching them dance... Everybody... First of all, my family was trying to get me to break dance, and I've been retired for 20-something years now. <laughs> 20 years. Yep. And... So, I was watching them. I was looking at the linoleum that they had on the floor, and I was like, you know what? I'll do one windmill. Mm-hmm. One windmill. All right. Oh, it hurt. Oh, it hurt. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I did it, but it hurt. Mm. There is video footage. Okay. He's just got to rub some Bengay in there. I feel okay, though. It hurt for the moment, but I feel okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you should you should get back on it. No. Like a like an old man tour. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Popping, yeah, I'll get down with some of that stuff. That's something that you just don't lose. But, yeah, like, I don't think I can do that no more. Mm. B-boying is way behind me. Wow! I am happy to be re- I am happy to be retired and see these young boys, see these young cats, you know, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But damn it, I remember how painful that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it can be hell on one's knees. Oh God, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh my God, but yeah. Ugh. There was so yeah, there was just so like so many vendors. Like I honestly, I can't wait for next year. And then the shows, yep. the shows. The, you know, Friday night, the Friday night party was just like, well, it was just great to see like such a positive, to be part of such a positive environment and just so much networking. I was able to do um, a lot of politicians like Jose Goncalves, obviously David Morales, um, James Vincent, the leader of the Rhode Island chapter, of the NAACP. I end up uh, chit-chatting with him for a little bit. Um, Helena, I forget her last name, but she's actually running for governor of Rhode Island. Okay. So we exchange. We also exchange uh, information as well, and she was just enjoying this. She was enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the comedy show. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, man, what a show that was. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hitner. <laughs> YouTube him. Lad warned us. Mm-hmm. He warned us. He's like, listen, you're gonna see him. But then what you hear is going to blow your mind. Yeah, like he he had a he had a pretty uh edgy set, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, like my my guaranteed spot in hell just like mm-hmm. the, Satan just put up a couple of a couple of wall, you know, some wall decor, you know, I already got my couch and my bed all set. Mm-hmm. But oh my god. I shouldn't be saying this in front of my heart, but oh my god, I've the things that he was saying. Yeah, a lot of some some edgy transgressive humor. I mean, granted, it was coming from coming from him. Granted, he's like he's a dis- disabled uh, 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 man, a man, white guy, 
and some of the stuff that he was saying, like even though he was speaking from his experience, is like if you if you were able bodied saying these seeing these jokes, man, oh god, you cancel culture all the way. Like he like he would be shut down so fast. Yep. <laughs> yep, and then he was just saying it, and you're just like, like the shock value was there. Mm-hmm. And just when you think like he can, wouldn't be any more shocking, mm-hmm. he'll hit you with something else, and you're like, I shouldn't be laughing, but this is funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he yeah he got the he got the crowd, he got the crowd rolling for sure. He he did, and of course, bad lad killed it. Oh yeah, especially with his impression of a black man at a white party doing the chicken dance. Yeah, spot on accurate. It was. Yeah, no lies detected there. Nope. <laughs> you know, I cannot stand those songs. I do not like the line dancing songs at all. I'm just curious as to why, though, as a DJ. Um, it's like it's like the it's like the 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 cheap pop of uh of DJing. It's like you know you're gonna get the crowd hype. It's like you take a break. But that's what it is. It's a cheap pop, mm-hmm. and you just kind of like. It's too easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no challenge. There's no challenge in your craft when you then when you just throw on one of those songs and you're just like, all right, yeah, it's a bit of a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, and, it's, and you hear them all the time. Yeah. And after a while, they just become so corny to me. <laughs> it's just like, oh god. I mean, yeah, like. Like line dancing songs by by their very nature are pretty corny. I mean, cha cha slide. I mean, you, you you can't really make it cool. They're, they, I mean, they're what they're meant to be. They're meant yeah. to be fun. Yeah, you know, it's like 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 if some kids or some old people want to want to get down. Then yeah, I'll play it. But like, like I said, I play it because I have to, not because I want to. Hmm. We're gonna get. Funky, 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 funky. I just, it's so funny that you said that. I saw a TikTok. It was, and I want to do this at my job, too. Just, she holds up the camera and be like, yo, finish the, finish the lyrics. How low can you go? And somebody was going, can you go down low? All, All the way, way to, to the, the floor. Float. But then there's other ones who didn't do it. So I was like, I want to do one of these at my job. I was like, yo, finish the lyrics. One, two, three, until the foe. Snoop Doggy Dog, Dr. Dre is at the dough. Right. So I just want to see, you know, see who would get it or not. A, it will probably just show my age. B, you don't know, it would just be fun to see, like, people who couldn't get it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, And then just all day Sunday. It was a much more looser day for us, but all day Sunday was just a vibe. Oh, yeah, it was nice and chill. Yeah, we had, like, a couple more interviews that day, too. Yeah, and, uh, so it was just. I ate my ass off. <laughs> yeah, Caribbean soul, sunshine can cook her ass off. Yo, yo, big shout outs to Caribbean Soul and Raphael's man. Oh man. Yep. I I, I, I need to, I need to visit their restaurants. I need. I'll to. get there. I'll get their addresses for you. Yeah, man, got me feeding over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're shaking. You're you're scratching your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean that that chicken just chef's kiss right there. Compliments to the chef. Yes, and I just don't know which. And then you'd be looking at, it, I was like, yo, I want to use some hot sauce. But then I have pretty much the whole collection. I think I'm. I think there's one sauce that I'm missing. I'm like, I don't know which one I want to use. Hmm. Um. 
Yeah, I, I, I've been meaning to to re up on on a couple of sauces. Um, definitely the erotic fever and that that peach mango one you mentioned. Yes, peach oh. peach honey. Peach honey. Oh, I gotta get that one too. Yeah. Okay. I think by far that's my favorite. Mm. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah. So yep. Good. Yep. Tantalizing. Um. Yeah. So. Whew. Culture Fest. Mm-hmm. It was a vibe. It was an experience, and I can't. Next year is already on board. Nice. Yeah. Uh, same venue or? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Culture Fest. Uh, definitely a dope event. Um, looking forward to next year's, and with more. Hopefully, they'll, they'll get more vendors, more businesses at the four. Maybe more. Uh, more artists. Uh, yeah, it's bigger, better. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of artists there, especially on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool stuff. Culture Fest. Big shout outs to once again to all of the organizers there. Um, y'all did the damn thing. Um, so yeah, what else? Uh, what else is new, Carl? Uh, what else is new in your world? It's been a while since we did. Since I did some, uh, some cotton. Nikki Jordan tapping in from the eight one zero. Wait, every code is eight one zero. Please do, please do, because this is exciting. And whenever I see somebody from another area code, like that's very exciting. I definitely appreciate you, Mickey, for you know coming in. But it's been a while since I showed off some of my late Michigan. You know what? I should have known that. Hmm. Yeah, I really should have known that. Hmm. I have family in Detroit. But it's like, I don't know. I just feel like I should have known that. No, it's all right. It's all good. But yeah, thank my you. apologies, Mickey. And thank and thank you. Um, so a lot of my comic book finds. Um, it, it's actually been, it's been a while. So, oh Flint, Flint, Michigan. Flint, how at your boy Flint? So, I actually won a bet. Mm-hmm. And my friend got me Christopher Priest's Black Panther number one, which is the first appearance of Everett Moss, the first appearance of Shuri, the first appearance of Okoye, and the rest of the Dora Milaje. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I remember I had the trade paperback of uh, Christopher, Christopher Priest's run from 98. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. And damn it. Christopher Priest will be at Rhode Island Comic Con. Mm. Guess who's getting that signing graded? Yep, I know you will. Oh, of course. Yeah. So then this next one, who's from a, from one of my favorite um, from one of my favorite writers, current writers right now, which is uh, who is James Tiny in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's just killing it right now. Mm. Uh, the Closet, published uh, published by Image. Uh, it's basically it's about. There's a little boy who's moving into a new house, but he's afraid of the monsters in his closet. Mm-hmm. But what he does not know is like those monsters follow him. So he's going to be moving into the new house. And other than that, that's as far as it goes. And it's to the point where I'm like, you know what? I want more. Okay. And I think in one of the scenes, that one of the panels, the monster actually possesses the little boy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. 
quite interesting. Oh, it's tiny. What do you expect? So, in these two titles are actually from uh, Legacy Comics, uh, written by next week's guest, uh, Patrick Hickey Jr. And one is called The Job, and the other one was called Croom. Croom, I don't really have, can't really explain what it's about. It's about a, uh, it's kind of like a, kind of a futuristic $6 million man type of deal. Mm-hmm. But the job is about a wrestler who's down on his luck, but yet goes undercover and actually uh, is prepping a bank job. Okay. So he's a wrestler who's kind of making it, but yet he's still like, you know what? I still need more. I still, I'm not getting enough money because I'm not getting the spot that I deserve. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm going to dabble into a life of crime. Okay. Right. Interesting premise. Okay. Very interesting premise. And I can't wait to talk to Patrick next week about that. So you check these out. And for the 30th anniversary of Spawn. Image decided to release a blank cover of uh, Spawn. All right. So now I bought two, one just for, just to draw a blank. Mm-hmm. And the second, I'm actually going to draw a cover for it. All right. So can't wait to do that. And this one, I can believe big shout outs to Chris at Rock Cocos for finding this gem. I did not think I was ever going to find it for an affordable price. Mm-hmm. But damn it, he had it. I said, I don't give a damn. I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. The number one issue of Captain America's Truth, red, white, and black. Wow. The first appearance of Isaiah Bradley. All right. It's a yes, I spent $25 on it, and I don't care. Okay, that's a collector's item right here. Exactly. Especially since he made his uh, appearance in the MCU. Mm-hmm. In such a in, in such a compelling way, I was like, "Where where can I find this?" Damn it, it cost that much money. Mm. Two through six is completely great. It, it's completely like cheap. Mm-hmm. But number one, mm-mm. yeah, yeah, number ones are always uh, the most valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, it's the first appearance and stuff. So, yep. but yeah, big shout outs to Chris and that. And uh, just been uh, revisiting Ghost of Shima for like what the fifth time. Wow, fifth time you beat in that game more like that many times, like four mm-hmm. times. Wow, that's that's a long game. Not really. Well, kind of if you do, you know, if you're completing it. Mm-hmm. But worth it. I wanted to get the PS5 experience. Yeah, same here. And damn it, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's worth every minute. Like, it is. Yeah, I I finished both the main game and the Iggy Island expansion. What do you think? It, wasn't that final boss a bitch? Yeah, final boss almost had I I, I beat I beat them the first time and I, they almost had me. Oh, I had like this much health left. Oh, I had a lot. Oh, I, it took me a while to beat her. Mm. Yeah, so I, I I lucked out. And I say this before, and I say it again. Fuck those shaman. <laughs> you know the, those shaman weren't that bad. Like they were easy to to deal with like because like they were the first enemies like i would make a beeline for yeah and get rid of yeah that's a yeah that's the point because once they once they start singing or chanting you know the enemies like become stronger you yep. don't want to deal with all that mm-hmm. so it's yeah. just bang them out yep yeah and uh and and it was an interesting interesting story too for the 
Iggy Island expansion. Yeah, kinda. definitely. You're, uh, yeah, it's like Jin Sakai's uh, like story just kind of comes full circle. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, well done, well yeah. played. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how the movie's gonna turn out. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 kind of intrigued about that. Yeah, I mean they picked a hell of a director. Oh, who's who's directing? I forgot his name, but he directed John Wick. Oh, Chad Stahelski. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay. Definitely looking forward to that. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. And that's what I've been up to. What's good on your end? Well, Carl, it's oh, July. Ah, jeez. Yep. And you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Go yes. ahead, Brody. Yes, I'm talking about the Barnes and Noble Criterion Collection sale that's going on right now all throughout the month of July. 50% off all Criterion uh, Blu-rays, DVDs, and 4K Blu-rays. Uh, it's it's so tantalizing. Pants all the way off. Um, yes, uh, yes, my body is ready for all of the cinematic excellence coming at you. I went and I got um, 10 films on my list. Um, so that's my first round. My first round. I will get more uh, throughout the month. Yeah, I can make room. Um, so the first film. So, so I'm gonna run down all ten films I got from the sale. First one. Where, where are you at? Uh, right behind my laptop here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so the first film I I bought uh in the, in the sale was a film that's actually made its Blu-ray debut and made it making its debut in the Criterion Collection, and I'm so glad that it has made its debut here. Love Jones. Oh shit. <laughs> Yes. Hopeless. Oh. Oh. Yeah, man. Like a penny with a hole in it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Love Jones. Uh, man. Nia Long. Um. Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate, directed by Theodore Witcher. Uh, man. This film finally making its debut on Blu-ray. I can get rid of the 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 musty dusty uh, DVD released like over almost twenty years ago. Oh my god. this this is a has a has a new has a new 4K digital restoration of the film, um, commentary track uh, featuring Theodore Witcher, the, the director. Oh, man, this is this is a this is a classic film right here. One of the um, uh, one of the best black films of the 90s, um, and I think it's a film that doesn't get enough of, enough of its flowers compared to some other more popular titles. But very happy to see Love Jones uh, get the Criterion. Uh, a stamp of excellence. I can agree with that. Yep. So I got that. I also bought uh, another uh, underrated gem from the 90s starring Denzel Washington and Sarita Chowdhury. Uh, Mississippi Masala, which is uh, directed by Mira Nair. Um, very happy to see this film finally make its debut on Blu-ray. Um, it's a film that explores an interracial relationship between Denzel Washington's character and Sarita Chowdhury's character, um, black Indian relations, um, tackling thorny issues of racism, colorism, culture clash, and displacement. Uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a sweet movie. It's, it's a, it's a sensual movie. It's a, it's a thoughtful movie. It's, it's all that. Very happy to see Mississippi Masala uh, be added to the Criterion Collection. So I was really looking forward to that. Finally got that. I also got a Nigerian film, uh, Yoruba films called uh, Iemofe. Uh, this is my desire. 
Um, I haven't seen this one yet, but I'm very intrigued um, that it's a Nigerian film um, on the Criterion Collection. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching this. This one came out two years ago, uh, but it's but it, uh, two years ago in like limited release, and it's finally making its debut uh, this year on Blu-ray. So looking forward to this film right here. I also got uh, Gordon Parks, legendary black director, his debut film, The Learning Tree, another um, another classic black film from 1969. Gordon Parks also famously directed Shaft. Um, uh, I think uh, three years later, uh, this this film I'm looking forward to watching because I've I've been I've heard about this film like for so many years and I just never had a chance to watch it. I know I think it was it was on an old DVD like many many years ago, but this finally made its debut on the Criterion Collection. So I will dig into this and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the experience seeing how Gordon Parks, uh, you know, got his uh f- did his filmmaking debut. So yeah, they got that. Oh, and also another film. Very happy to add to the collection. Um, uh, glorious uh, uh, trash filmmaker. Not not that he's not that his not that he's trash, but he's like a he's like a transgressive filmmaker. Um, John Waters. He finally finally got one of his signature films on the Criterion Collection. Pink flamingos. Now, Pink Flamingos, um, an exercise in poor taste, starring the legendary uh, drag queen, Her Majesty Divine. This is the film where Divine actually ate dog shit on camera. And I'm not talking about like a prop, like like a Snickers bar. She she ate actual dog shit on camera. I've never seen this before. And the the film, the, the Criterion set also comes with a barf bag, Pink Flamingo barf bag so i'm looking forward to this experience i want to see how her character tries to become the filthiest woman alive in this film i haven't seen it yet but i am looking forward to this john waters experience i've seen i've seen his other films like multiple maniacs um let's see polyester uh the original hairspray that he uh, that he did uh, female trouble but um with pink flamingos like what one of the reasons why i'm eager to watch this film is because i want to see how far john waters went with this film i mean the fact that divine ate dog shit on camera i this is something i, I need i need to see and mind you this film came out two years two years after multiple maniacs which was john waters film debut and in that film divine was um uh sexually assaulted by a giant paper mache lobster so wait, wait, what? Yeah. So there's there's a there's a random scene where you, you you went from like one extreme to an even bigger extreme. Yeah. I don't even know which one's bigger, <laughs> honest truth. I mean, after seeing the giant paper mache lobster, you know, um, you know, violate uh, divine in, the, in multiple maniacs, I'm prepared for anything in pink flamingos. So cannibal you didn't sit through anything. I mean, and it comes with a barf bag, so I'm I'm ready for the divine John Waters experience. You don't even don't even use it. Just say like, yo, it actually came with a barf bag. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna use the barf bag. The barf bag is a collector's item. But uh, but yeah, uh, big shout outs to Criterion for finally adding this John Waters film uh to their to their storied uh archives. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm. And and you know what? You know what will go out with that? 
some Silk City hot sauce. Anyway, uh, let's move on. I got... Uh... You're a psychopath. <laughs> no, I'm not. Or am I? Uh, I got another film, too. Family. <laughs> I got another film, too. Uh, the Flight of the Phoenix. Uh, James Stewart. Um, this one is a film that I've I've wanted to watch for years. Um, it came out in 1965. This was uh, this stars James Stewart. Uh, let's see, Ernest Borgnine, George Kennedy, Peter Finch, Dan Durea. Uh, this film was actually remade in 2004. It starred Dennis Quaid and Hugh Laurie, but I haven't seen that one either. Nice, so this one, um, Flight of the Phoenix. I'm looking forward to watching. I mean, it's looks like a really cool. Um, a survival story, epic adventure. So I will definitely dig into that. I also got a Criterion's edition of Miller's Crossing from the Coen Brothers, a 1990 stars Gabriel Byrne, um, John Turturro, the late great Albert Finney, Marsha Gay Harden, um, has a cameo appearance by director Sam Raimi. Um, really, really interesting um, cr- uh, 30s crime drama. Uh, and, and some... And some unique dialogue as well. Uh, I had I had I had the original uh, Blu-ray that came out a few years ago, which had which was pretty bare bones. But this one has a bunch of uh, um, un- uh, really insightful special features. So I'm gonna gonna definitely take take some time with this one. I also got another uh, 1942 uh, melodrama, Now Voyager, starring the the great Betty Davis, um, one of her uh, one of her early roles. Uh, has another 4K uh, restoration on Blu-ray, so definitely looking forward to digging into this one as well. And the last two films I got, one is an, is another David Cronenberg film. Um, and David Cronenberg is a master of body horror. And if you've seen any of his 80s output, this film is no exception. I'm talking about Scanners by David Cronenberg, 1981. I mean, this is a mind-blowing film, <laughs> literally. Like this film, uh, which stars Michael Ironside, has a scene where Michael Ironside telepathically explodes some poor dude's head in front of an audience, like, like some straight-up Gallagher shit. Like it is, it is absolutely delectable. It is delicious. It is delicious. You would use those words. And I'm and, and I'm always I'm always down for a David Cronenberg, '80s body horror experience. Uh, so yeah, Scanners, really, really, really cool artwork too, as well. So there's that. And last but not least, another '80s cult classic from '84, directed by Alex Cox, Repo Man. Repo man. You knew good and hell well. You knew good and hell well. I was gonna do that. I know. Uh, Repo man. Uh, no, this is not the Barry Darso story. Uh, it's it's a cult. It's a cult sci-fi film starring Harry Dean Stanton and um, Emilio Estevez, uh, in which they they uh, they repossess this mysterious uh, Chevy Malibu, which has some alien bodies in the trunk and if you open the trunk you get vaporized um very uh, and it takes place in like this blighted uh version of los angeles it's a it's a dope film um really cool soundtrack rock rock soundtrack from iggy pop and some other artists 
some some really nice artwork as well. The oh, inner cover. Um, had a, had a had a chance to watch this the other day, and man, it looks great. Uh, yeah, really really cool cult classic. If you're if you're into some like really uh, into some really cool almost underground features, that uh, definitely put Repo Man on your list. And that was uh, those are my picks, my selections, and my first round. Uh, for the Barnes and Noble Criterion Collection sale, there there are a few films coming out next week and the week after. So, when's your next trip? Uh, it's gonna be next week. Okay. Uh, next week, uh, we've got next Tuesday on the twelfth. We got the four K, uh, Ultra HD release of Raging Bull, Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro. Definitely need that in my collection. Uh, we also got the four K, uh, version of Devil in a Blue Dress. Mm. Yep. If you find this, shoot me a text and I will immediately PayPal you. What's and up? it will be the first Criterion movie I'll ever own. What's that? Enter the Dragon. You know, it's it's actually part of the Bruce Lee uh, box set. So you can't buy it on its own from Criterion. Uh, okay, if you find it, yeah. shoot me a text. Let me know. I will immediately PayPal you. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Uh but you can you can buy Enter the Dragon on Blu-ray, but it's just not from Criterion. But it's still really good. I, I um, do like that box set. And it's four K <laughs> restoration. <laughs> so yeah. Don't uh, think feel. Yeah. Don't point your finger to the moon or you'll miss all oh, the heavenly, heavenly glory. glory. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, those are my Criterion picks. Um, you want to watch? You want to watch uh, Pink Flamingos with me, man? Not at all. Okay, uh, I figured I'd ask. What movies would you like to see make it to the Criterion Collection? Ooh, um, I want to see Dead Presidents get a restoration. That's a good one. Yeah, because because uh, the, the the Hughes brothers, Menace Menace, Menace Society. Is on the Criterion. Um, what else? Children of Men would be really good. Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, what else? What else? Mm. What would be a good film? Boys in the Hood made it, right? I think, it, I th- if I'm not mistaken, it was on Laserdisc. So I, w- I would like to see Boys in the Hood get the Criterion treatment. You know what? Speaking of which, I would you know what film would I, I would be curious to see get a Criterion treatment, Baby Boy, by John Singleton. Cause I'm, I'm just talking about that movie today. I, I'd be I'd be curious to see that get the Criterion treatment. Yeah, cause oh, you know, fuck your fort. <laughs> Forty dollars. Oh man, like this girl, cute. <laughs> Oh man, that was a film. It was. Um, wow, I wasn't expecting you to see that one. I probably would like to see. Oh man, it won't make it, but it would be cool anyway. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Mm. 
That would be interesting. See, Even though it's literally just music video after music video after music video, mm-hmm. and the actual movies is literally just a move, music video for Smooth Criminal. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and a video game spinoff for it too. <laughs> I had the I had the game. Yeah, for Genesis. Yep. Yep. Loved it. Yeah, it it was cool. You ever, ever played the arcade game? No, I didn't know it was on arcade. Yeah, it was different. It was like a top-down um, overhead perspective. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that w- that would be kind of kind of cool to see. Uh, some other Criterion movies. Um, hmm, this really got me thinking. I'm glad I kind of asked ooh. this question. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, what lies beneath? That With would, Harrison Ford and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, that would be interesting. Okay, yeah, that that would be a solid. That was pick. a very interesting movie. Yeah, really, really. That that was a, like a, a, yeah, that's a, that was a horror film, horror suspense film that nobody really talks about now. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, yo, it really was slept on. Yeah, it was. Um, let's see, oh, Shawshank Redemption would be. That's nice. not on there. No. Really. Yeah, yeah. You would think that something like that would make it. Oh yeah, for sure. I think because like it's you know Warner Brothers. I mean, I mean Warner Brothers has like they have other films like in the Criterion Collection too. But like that's one of the films that Warner Brothers was just like released themselves because it's one of their their top hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Yeah, but that would be a good one. Damn. Mm. It's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, Rumble in the Bronx. Maybe that's like part of like a Jackie Chan box collection. Set. Yeah, yeah, that that that'd be dope. Oh, I want to see a, a Criterion version, collection version of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, I I would just love to see that. Yeah, they missed out on that one. I'm sure they could still do it. Oh yeah, they probably could. Yep. Um. Let's see. Moonlight, definitely. It's going to go. It's going to make it. Yeah, at some point. Um, hmm. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot that could that, that that could be some good additions. Beach Street. Yeah. I would love to see Beach Street Beach Street make it to the Criterion collection. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, cuz it does it, it is historically significant. Yep, and early golden age hip hop. No, it was before golden age. Oh, like the golden age was like late eighties, early nineties. Ah, uh, okay. Like that coincided with the new Jack Swing era. Yeah, yeah. So like kind of like the Stone Age era. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. The early days. Yep. Um. Ooh. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Mm, I, I don't see Spaceballs making it to the Criterion Listen, collection. I'm sure they. I'm sure Criterion has surprised you. In the early days, in their their early days of the DVD, they actually had two Michael Bay films on the Criterion collection. Yeah, which ones? The Rock and Armageddon. Armageddon was good. Was it? I enjoyed Armageddon for whatever. Back then, but now it's like you don't think it aged well. Nah, I mean. Like maybe on a on the most like baseline superficial level, it's still entertaining, but yeah, it didn't really hold up so well. I haven't watched it in years anyway, so it's like I did enjoy it. And plus the the Aerosmith song, I don't want to miss a thing, still a banger. 
Hmm. Perhaps. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> it really is. I, I still get. It. I I still feel that song. Hmm. Um. Damn. The 1990 Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might as well be, like throwing Fantastic Four from '94, the the Roger Corman. Why can't they release it? I know it was made just to keep the keep the uh, yeah keep the, the movie rights. rights, but yeah, I think I think maybe it's like maybe it involves like some sort of like legal issue with the former or current holder owners of the movie of that version of the movie. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but like. I heard the movie so bad. I don't think any studio would be like, "Yeah, let's release this and not make any money. Let's 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 spend money to not make any money off." Pretty this. much, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it at Comic Con for fifteen bucks, and that was fourteen ninety nine. Too much. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't spend money on that like that. That's like a gag gift, but then it's like the gags on you for spending money on it. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. But. But yeah, like there's... isn't mahogany on a Criterion Collection? No, but it should be. It should it should be. Like I say, I'll say mahogany should be on there because I know like the the current DVD is like really poor video quality, so Criterion can just restore it to its like glory, and bam, we'd have something great. Yeah, because like watching it on on DVD kind of hurts. Damn, does it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that's not the best quality. It's barely above VHS. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Inkwell. Mm. I, I that's a movie I definitely liked back in the day. Yeah, Inkwell was good. Yeah, it was Lawrence Tate and Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was actually underrated too. God damn it. Biddy's and Jada's oh my. <laughs> <laughs> The Jackson's American Dream. Mm, I don't know about that. No, you gotta throw the Jacksons on it. That was pro- that's still today one of like the best uh, musical uh, biopics I've ever seen. Mm, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Oh, we mem- we memorized that movie inside and out. Mm. Now, and the Temptations was very good. I'll put Temptations as number two. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, uh, set it off should be on the criteria. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, set it off. That was that's a banger right there. Still. Yeah. Told me Menace to Society made it. Yep, Menace to Society's on there. How can Menace to Society make it but not Boys in the Hood? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Unless um, I think Boys in the Hood was that Warner Brothers or was that New Line? I think it was New Line. Yeah. But New Line does own Warner Brothers, right? I mean, Warner Brothers does own New Line. I believe so. Yeah. I can just double check that. Or oh, any films from uh, Orion. Orion. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're owned by Warner Brothers. Okay. Yep. So yeah, yeah, plenty of films we could see on the Criterion Collection at some point. Um, and a lot, a lot of deserving entries for sure. Uh, yeah. What's happening, Shanae? <laughs> um, DJ SW blends. Nice. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Um, what else? Oh, uh, 
You know, you know, there's a, you know, there was a big uh, news item that that hit last last week. We didn't have a chance to come because it happened the day after our, our episode last week. Um, finally, justice has been served. Uh, so, after, at, finally, at long last, um, this is something I wanted to touch on for for a little bit. Um, R. Kelly has finally been sentenced to 30 years in prison. Ain't no verses coming out anytime soon. And speaking of that, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you finish cuz this is something I do want to I did want to touch on. Yeah, so R Kelly, um actually I did actually I did never mind. Yeah. So R Kelly uh sentenced uh to 30 years in prison for, you know, um basically basically being a a child predator uh a serial rapist, um, holding holding women and young girls against their will, um, even 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 a couple of little boys apparently, um, yeah. So I think thirty years is a fitting sentence, considering that he's been getting away with it for thirty years. Uh, I'll I'll have I'll have everyone know that. You know, I I hated R. Kelly for like the past twenty years since that since the news of that freaking t- the piss tape the infamous piss tape came out um i remember i remember like for the past 20 years right or 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 even like or even like in the 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 2000s rather i felt like i was the only person who saw through r kelly but everybody else everybody else was jamming to ignition everybody else that chocolate factory he put it down Everybody else was jamming, was jamming to the Chocolate Factory sure and was. and that shitty ass, busta ass song "Step in the Name of Love." I do not even play that anymore. But and, and some people actually, there were some times where like they requested, it, I'm like, yeah, I just can't do it. I cannot play R. Kelly no more. No, no. But it hurts sometimes because something you know, a lot of the music. I have a lot of memories with that music, and the music was still good. And it's just like. Damn! Like it puts me in that position. I'm like, yeah. I love this song so much, but I just gotta move on. It was a song with DJ Cassidy that he did with DJ Cassidy called "People Make the World Go Round." Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. Mm. And you can't listen to it anymore. It makes me sad when it pops up. Like when, because it's still on my spot. It's still on like my Spotify playlist, and I just, it just makes me so sad. I'm like, damn, and I just skip over it. Mm-hmm. As well, you should. And even like the surviving R. Kelly documentaries from Lifetime, like I I watched the first one. There were two of them, so I watched the first one, the first mini series, and the second series I just couldn't get through because I was like, all right, I I get the picture. I've heard enough. Because like this man. He not only got away with it, this dude was, he was bragging about it for years. This man called himself the Pied Piper of R&B. And I, I remember back in the day, I was telling people, do you know this, this nigga R. Kelly is calling himself the Pied Piper? You know what the Pied Piper character was? He was a fairy tale character who played a little flute, flute a little melody. Lord kids into a, into his hideout. Yeah, Basically. like little kids would follow him around, and he's playing the little flute and everything. It's supposed to be whimsical, but you know, not ain't nothing whimsical about that creep. And people are like, "Oh, Victor, you're just reading too much into it. Come on, get, get a grip." I'm like, "No, 
do you not see it for what it is? And also, this dude married Aaliyah. Ali, and I'm sorry, Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's legacy has been forever tainted as well. The fact that he, the fact, the fact that he married a minor, a 15 year old, and and people overlook that. And, and and you know what? I gotta I gotta call out, I gotta call out the fans who who over who overlooked R. Kelly's crimes for all these years. Like, oh well, you know, it's just music. And then and then it's just music. It's still good music. Or like they would victim blame. Like, oh well, these fast ass little girls and all this. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? If I, if I didn't want to get beat on by R. Kelly, I just move out the way. Right, right. <laughs> it's like it, it's like. Y'all, y'all don't y'all don't see this, and and finally, and, and, it, and it, I'm just I'm just I'm just mad that it took it just took way too long for this to happen. But I'm glad that R. Kelly is about to be behind bars. I'm hoping he does not get off on a technicality like the motherfucking creep, Bill Cosby. Right. I hope. Don't. I know you're trying it. I hope. I hope we don't get another case like that where he gets off on a technicality. I don't think so. There's way too much evidence against him. Good. But I will want to lie to know who the real session that we had that day. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I have it pulled up right now. <laughs> As you post the art, a screenshot of the article, mm-hmm. he put, you put, it's the remix of Conviction. Oh, yeah. It's the remix to Conviction. Kelly's going to prison. He's going to find out what it's like when his cellmate gets to pissing. You worked on that one. Hell yeah, I did. Then I go, the remix featuring the piped Piper. <laughs> you laughed at it and he goes, and then you say, he's going to get that too, too, beep, beep treatment from his cellmate. Mm-hmm. Running their hands through his fro, bouncing up on that pole. <laughs> Chocolate Factory ha- takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah, it does. When the health inspector tells him to move your body like a snake, ma. <laughs> mm-hmm. But damn, that was such a good song with Big Tigger. Oh, I remember Big T- Oh, Big Tigger, man. What happened to him? He does our radio in DC. Oh, nice. Cool. He was trapped in the cell block. Oh, yeah. A different type of of backyard party will be going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And my mind was telling me no. But my bunk mate, my bunk mate's telling me yes. (laughs) So as of right now, he is in that cell singing, if I can turn, turn back the hands of time, which was another one, another Mm. good one. Seems like he read it with the picture like he was in freaking uh, Beyond Skid Street. Mm-hmm. That's a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, R. Kelly, man. Yo, there's gonna be a reenactment of Contagious at the prison at the prison talent show. Oh, Contagious! <laughs> yeah, no matter who you are, you still just have to sing that whole entire part. Everybody picks parts, mm-hmm. and they just get into it like, "Up, oh, it's coming." Who are you gonna be? 
What the hell is going on between the sheets and my home? And it, uh, yeah. Yep, he's going to find out who Mr. Biggs really is. Mm-hmm. He's getting that honey love. I think that was oh, it. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we had fun. Oh, yeah. We had fun as it, at his expense. Oh, yes, as as well everybody should. So, yeah, man. Um, and and, it, and it's, it's, it's a damn shame that it took this long, but... You know what? I'm glad that justice has finally been served. It's a it's a fitting sentence. Thirty years of dirt and crimes and 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 just just awfulness and evil. You get thirty more. You get thirty years of all of that of all of that coming back to you in kind. And so thirty years since Robert since since R. Kelly's like fifty five or something like in his mm. mid to late fifties. It's basically like thirty years is basically a life sentence for him yeah. at this point. So too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Sylvester Kelly is an American singer, songwriter, record producer, and convicted sex offender. That's right. And his Wikipedia page is his 2019 mugshot. Mm-hmm. And yes, he is 55. Yep. And and also too, like you know what's you, you know what's so what's what's so sad about about the R. Kelly thing too. Another thing was that. You know, because he's from Chicago, right? Yes. So apparently, like people in the Chicago area, like where R. Kelly lived, people knew about his about how dirty he was. Like people knew that he would creep around malls and like McDonald's and like you know try to pick up pick up little girls and 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 take them with him. People knew about this shit. Like, hey, well, people regarded him like 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 that creepy uncle like in your family. Like, oh, well, you know, and just stay away from him. And it was like, like y'all knew this shit. And yet, his his crimes were permitted, permitted for for three decades, and then th- and then this motherfucker had the nerve to like spaz out on the, uh, his interview with Gail King, talking about I gave y'all thirty years of my life, y'all kill me with oh, this shit. You kill me with this. You kill me. With this. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Oh, th- those memes were hilarious. I'm an old man that loves all women. I'm an old man, man that loves all women. women. <laughs> yes, and oh my gosh, and oh man, that reminds me too. Like, you remember that interview he did with Touré, uh, like from like 20 years ago? Like, it was like shortly after the uh, the the piss tape. Yeah, Touré, uh, a black journalist, he sat down and asked R. Kelly the most basic ass, like softball, like underhand toss question. He asked R. Kelly, "Do you like teenage girls?" What define, was it? Define teenage. When you say teenage, how old are we talking? I was like, and the look that Tere had on his face was like, "This nigga must be out his motherfucking." I mean, teenage, and he's like, 19, Ooh. 18? I mean, like, and then he was like, "Yes, like girls, girls who are underage." And he goes, well, I do have a lot of teenage friends. <sighs> I make it make sense, y'all. Make it make sense. He's got some. He's got some company. Oh, he does. Yeah, I looked up the Metropolitan Detention Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, their Wikipedia. So he's in there with Juan Orlando Hernandez Alvarado, mm-hmm. former president of Honduras. Wow. 
Uh, Frank James, the perpetrator in the 2022 New York City subway uh, subway attack. Oh shit! He's in there with Takashi Six Nine. What? <laughs> um, she's he's in there with Allison Mack. Who who is she? Who's an actress who used to play in Smallville and? Oh, I heard she got it. She was she was involved in some shit. Racketeering and. Yeah, racketeering and racketeering conspiracy as a part of a NXIVM cult. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, he's not in there anymore. Wait, no, schedule. Yeah, he's not in there anymore. But Martin Shkreli, mm-hmm. the oh, farm bro, oh the farmer bro. Yeah, yeah, that douche who bought the freaking Wu Tang. Yeah, that the uh, was it was it what was the name of the album? Something of Shaolin. Yeah, somebody should buy that. Somebody else who's like on the up and up should buy that album and just release it for free to the public. Yeah, yeah, he needs to do that. Somebody should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, also in there with Sorrow, Keith Rainier, who founded the X the NXIVM mm-hmm. sex cult. Damn. Ron Washington, who's accused of shooting Jam Master J. Oh, fuck that guy. The guy who shot Jam Master J, not, you know. Rest oh, and Carl Jordan Jr. Mm. Uh, Damn, how you gonna shoot? How you gonna kill a legend, man? I don't understand. Let me see. Is he okay with release? Michael Cohen is serving a sentence of three years in mm-hmm. there. And Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell, or is it Ghislaine Maxwell? Ghislaine. Oh, oh, oh I, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Fives. Yep. Wow. So, wow. That's some. That's some star-studded company. <laughs> some star-studded cellmates right there. So. Uh, Him and Six Nine are gonna make a song together, and it can't even put it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they certainly can't, unless uh, somebody sneaks in a cell phone. And like records it. Oh, six nine would just tell everybody. Oh yeah, he would. Man. Actually, he moved to a sa- actually six nine moved to a different facility as a safety precaution and released to home confinement on April twenty April second, twenty twenty. Oh, uh, dang. Well, well, you know, so uh, an an ignominious end to a horrible, horrible human being. Um, you will not be missed. Rest in piss, R. Kelly. And your music sucks. So, just had to, just had to touch on that. Um, I'm st- I'm still mad that the creep is walking free, but can't win them all. Yeah, no, we certainly can't. Yeah, Mister Respectability Politics over there. Well, anyway. I say pull your pants up, people. Yeah, but you but you violate women, Cosby, you motherfucker. Anyway, what else is what else? Uh, <laughs> I'm what, what? right. I'm hungry as hell and tired as hell. Dang. They're all separated, though. I'm sure, but I mean, still, it's still cool and fun to say like they're all like there. Yeah, you know, kind of like a little, have like a little battle royal 
Royale, like a Royal Rumble type deal. You know, you do all that. Nah, nah, you, should, you can't. You know, prison abuse, prisoner abuse is not, it's not, it's not the business. No. Uh, but yeah. Um, besides that, uh, besides that bit of news, um, anything else on the agenda besides you being hungry and whatnot? Uh, I do have. I will be DJing at 148 this upcoming Sunday as a part of the um, the uh, Cape Verdean fe- uh, the after party for the Cape Verdean Festival. The sunset party is what we'll call it, where I was actually chosen by legendary DJ Lefty along with uh, A Team Zone DJ Big Show. Mm-hmm. Come out, benefit uh, the uh, proceeds benefit the uh, Cape Verdean Museum. Nice. So, come through right after the festival. Come through. It's gonna be a good time. Right on, right on, and uh, and yeah, um, yeah. Besides that, uh, we pretty much that's pretty much it. That yeah, we, got, we covered uh, it all. Yeah, we covered it all this week. Um, keeping it relatively short. So, so yeah. Once again, thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, before we do wrap up, uh, we do want to. Give a quick shout out once again to two of our sponsors, Silk City Hot Sauce, uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off of your order. So many delectable flavors that, mm. I'm about to use as soon as I get home. Oh, yeah. It smacks. It smacks all right. Oh, Jesus. And also, uh, shout outs to Infamous Customs. That's M-F-A-M-U Customs.com, where you can order all sorts of Codex Prime Apparel and also custom merchandise as well. Um, yeah, and also uh, find us everywhere. Uh, find all, all of our episodes on Facebook Live every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern. We're on audio via SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Wherever you can find podcasts, we're there. Google us, damn it. Yes, Google us. Uh, the link tree is in the episode description too, as well, if you need that. And uh, we're also on Twitter at Codex Prime Cast and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it. That wraps it up for this week. Uh, tune in next week. We're gonna have another uh, special guest on the show. Um, uh, Patrick Hickey Jr. Yep. Uh, professor, author, and a voiceover artist. Oh yeah. Yep. So looking forward to that discussion. And, uh, yeah, thank you all for uh, watching and listening in the chat as well. Uh, we, we do appreciate your support. Uh, we are just 10 episodes away from episode 300 coming at you in September. We will have a date confirmed, hopefully by next week. Um, so y'all, y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, as always, uh, we will catch y'all on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Rest in peace, Xavier.